the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Feed the Noise podcast. I'm coming at you from the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, Nevada, because the NFL draft is going down on Thursday night. Uh, Lundy, I walked a strip yesterday. Holy mother of God, there are a lot of people right now descending on Las Vegas. And I, I was really curious to see what the setup was at the Bellagio. It's cool. They got everything kind of, you know, hanging out there in the fountain. Uh, they've got these entryways uh, that book in the stage for the draftees to walk up, you know, get their, their hug, their handshake from Goodell, hold up a jersey, get the photo op, and go about, about the uh, the rest of their uh, day. But uh, the... The sidewalks, you know, are, are fairly wide there, but they're not going to block off the street. So I'm just like, where are all these people going to be compacted? They're going to be like sardines in a can. It's it's a bit ridiculous, but it's Vegas. It's spectacle. It's going to be spectacular. Of course, you can bet on it. So let's talk about it right now. And, of course, the quarterbacks are always the big storyline. And uh, really the biggest storyline right now is the fact that Trayvon Walker is the odds-on favor to go number one overall after Aiden Hutchinson for months and months and months was expected to have his name called first uh, at number one overall to the Jacksonville Jaguars, but uh, that does not appear to be the case as the uh, defensive lineman from uh, Georgia uh, could be the number one overall selection, minus 150 right now at DraftKings. But the quarterbacks, of course, too, always a big storyline. Pretty weak class, and, and I'm saying that with soft tones uh, because you know, Malik Willis, uh, as spectacular of an athlete he is, he has uh, severe flaws in the short to intermediate field. Kenny Pickett, the hand size, is an issue. Uh, he has flaws, though he is a plus athlete and a guy that can accord deep uh, and with some accuracy. And then you go down the ladder, it just gets worse from there. So a lot of these guys have visible warts, and as a result, I'm taking the under – on two and a half quarterbacks drafted in round number one, it's a plus 190. I don't really know if a Sam Howell or a Desmond Ritter, I know it's a quarterback needy league, slip into the uh, you know the top frame simply because of a you know desperate move like a team like Pittsburgh may need to make. They may be you know uh, satisfied with a Mitchell Trubisky right now as their starting quarterback, uh, take their lumps this year, knowing that next year's draft class is going to be far more ballyhooed. So in my estimation, man, I I just don't see teams trading up. Uh, I only see Kenny Pickett. I only see Malik Willis. Those are the only two quarterbacks I foresee having their names called on Thursday night with everybody else coming on Friday night and beyond. So fade or follow early on here, man. Give me your thoughts on this. Uh, it gets seduced by the juice if you want to. Plus 190, under two and a half quarterbacks taken in round number one. Why? Because this draft class sucks. Yeah, I know. I'm with you. It does. And, and the beauty of it is, you know, you and I were talking about this before we hit the old fancy record button, uh, that thankfully the Broncos pulled off a trade. And so I just really haven't been paying any attention to the quarterbacks <laughs> in the draft because for a little while I thought I was going to have to pay attention to the quarterbacks in the draft. Were they going to try to move up uh, and get one of these guys? And then they went and got uh, Russ, uh, who apparently is better luck for the Nuggets than Peyton yeah. um, based on their game yesterday. Uh, so I, I – I thankfully didn't have to pay attention. So, uh, but you just said plus one ninety for two of them. Yeah, I'll roll with that. Hell, I, I, I'm with you. This is not a great draft class, so it's going to have to be somebody super desperate for them to get 
to the point where there's three taken in the top 32. Yeah, so I'm, I'm telling you, man, I think it's going to be Willis. I think it's going to be Pickett, and everybody else is going to come a little bit later on in this year's NFL draft. With that, let's get to it. Let's pull the lever, baby. I'm in Vegas on a Manic Monday edition with another Fade 5. Number five. All right, Luddy, I believe it's the last week, and correct me if I'm wrong, of the NHL regular season. So let's drop the puck and make some bucks, my man. Uh, the best time of the year in hockey right around the corner, but we still will have some teams jockeying for playoff position. So what do you got for me tonight on the ice? Well, Brad, this is uh, one of those days. We've talked about this a lot on the podcast. Whoever does the NHL schedule freaking blows, okay? This person, seriously, fire them, okay? Along with uh, um, uh, Andrew Fernandez. Is that his name, the damn uh, umpire that Schwarber went <laughs> off on? Yeah, yeah that, um, was, that was overly good. egregious, you could say. And Schwarber had that every was... right to go bonkers in that moment. Well, and a, a, a number of people uh, made this comment, and I agree with it because I was watching some of that game last night, by the way. Uh, somebody should have gone off on him in the third inning, let alone the ninth uh but i digress anyway the nhl scheduling gods gave us 11 games yesterday all of which kicked my ass uh the books made a lot of their money back yesterday however uh they turned around and gave us one tonight and you know what that one is brad it's between two teams who don't give a shit who have been out of the playoffs for a really long time but damn it I will find a way to bet on it. The <laughs> Philadelphia Flyers will be at the uh, Madhouse on Madison. They are taking on the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, both teams uh, out of it. Chicago is 27th in the league. Philadelphia is 29th. Right now, both of these teams are just trying to get through to May 10th. That's when they will find out where they are in the NHL lottery. But I'm actually going to go with the Flyers as the road dog here at a plus 115 at DraftKings. Why? Because they just beat their intrastate rival, the Pittsburgh Penguins, yesterday. Yesterday, four to one. That's a nice uh, moral victory, you might say, for them to be able to beat up on their rival. But uh, Chicago stinks at home. They stink in general, but they're 12, 21 and six at home. Um, they're only scoring 2.6 goals per game. That is the absolute worst in the Western Conference. And I think Philly's got a little momentum after beating the Pens. So we're going to take the road dog at a plus 115 for the Flyers to beat Chicago tonight in the Windy City. All right, you got one bullet in the chamber. Fire it off! Why the hell not? You're a degenerate NHL gambler, just like Lundy. Number four. All right, let's move on to Major League Baseball. We actually have seven games on the slate, so a little bit more appetizing compared to the National Hockey League. And let's go to a a pair of big, batted teams. Uh, Get your mind out of the gutter. I'm talking about Boston and Toronto. And I'm going to take the over on eight runs uh, tonight at minus 105. Nice light juice there at DraftKings Sportsbook. You got Jose Berrios and Nathan Eovaldi on the mound for their respective clubs. Uh, Berrios has been atrocious, uh, to put it mildly, uh, so far this season. Uh, he's got a 6.35 ERA, 4.76 walks per nine, barf, and a 2.38 home runs per nine mark. Uh, that is a recipe for disaster. They're putting guys with the freebies on base uh, and then giving up the long ball. And he's only enticing an 8.1 swinging strike rate, which is way down for him compared to his career average. Now, Eovaldi, uh, much better, at least on the surface, at 3.68 ERA. But you peel back those layers of the onion, and uh, it's a bit unsightly. 3.077 home runs per nine allowed. Yeah, the K per nine is up. 
but he has got a disgusting 52.4% hard hit rate to his name. Now, in the series prior at Fenway and a three-gamer between these two clubs, three combined runs, seven combined runs, and five combined runs. So three for three and tucking under, but I think that narrative changes given the pitching matchups and this game being played north of the border there at the Rogers Center in Toronto. So fade or follow, Lundy, Boston, Toronto, Red Sox, Jays, over eight runs at just minus 105 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Well, I think it's that juice for a reason, my friend. I think I'm going to have to fade you on this one. Um, As much as you can talk about the uh, struggles from the pitching standpoint, the problem is, as you just pointed out, uh, the Red Sox aren't really doing anything with the bats. Um, If you combine the last five games for each of these teams, so a total of 10, right? You go into it, the under has hit nine out of those 10. Um, They're they're just not putting runs on the board. So you are looking to buck the trend. You're getting... Not quite seduced by the plus juice, but clearly you saw a minus 105 when you rolled out of your uh, your Vegas luxury. Because I'm sure you're in one of those penthouse suites, Brad. I oh, know yeah. You. It's a heart-shaped tub, everything. Rose petals yeah, everywhere. I, I, I figured as much. Uh, so I think you rolled out and and kind of wiped away the, uh, you know, the leftover, uh, you know, it just fog of the Haze. night before in yes. Vegas. And for some reason got seduced by minus 105. I'm going to fade you on this one. I say they tuck right underneath this total. All right. Lundy's fading me. Bring out the bats, boys. Boston and Toronto. Number three. All right. Here's one I know you're not going to fade me on because uh, you know this man's plights. Uh, That is Kyle Freeland. He just got pizzade. Uh, Not for good reason, in my estimation, because he hasn't really earned it. He had one really good season. Other than that, it's been, uh, pun intended, maybe a rocky road uh, for the Colorado starter. But I'm taking the over, and convincingly so, on two and a half earned runs against the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, and yes, and uh, Kyle Schwarber's got to take out his frustrations and anger on uh, fat baseballs across the middle of the plate. You, you look at Freeland now. He just faced the Phillies on April 19th at home. He went five innings, only gave up two earned in that game, and one walk. But he was playing with fire. He had 12 fly ball outs against a team that's loaded with power with, you know, Reese Hoskins, with Bryce Harper, uh, with Schwarber. I, I mean, they've got a lot of big boppers top to bottom in this order. You look at the other two turns of the rotation for Freeland, 10 earned runs and nine innings pitch. He's given up a 46% Hard hit rate this season. Uh, That is no bueno. And Philadelphia is absolutely smashing against Southpaws. A 921 OPS so far here in the month of April. So you pull it all together, Lundy. And I think Freeland gets absolutely tagged in this game. So give me the over. Kyle Freeland, two and a half earned runs at Philadelphia. Minus 120 at BetMGM. Fade or follow. Uh, I will follow because until I see Kyle Freeland look like the 2018 Kyle Freeland that went 17 and seven and had a sub three ERA, uh, I I'm kind of with you. I mean, I, I like him. He's a hometown kid here in Denver. I mean, he's a really, really nice dude, uh, but I still can't quite figure out why he got paid. Uh, I'm, I'm right there with yeah. you. I can't, I can't, I don't know whether, you know, we're, it, 
I don't know. There's a new GM here. I, I don't know what the hell he was doing. But um, the only thing that I will say uh, on this one that has me, um, I don't know, I, I don't want to say uh, concerned, but at least uh, has my uh, has my radar up is I thought it was an absolute automatic last night that Aaron Nola was going to go over one and a half earned runs based on what he had done so far. And dude put up a, a, a donut. No earned runs in seven innings and nine Ks. I don't think Kyle Freeland is quite poised to have that kind of a turnaround. But I, I mean, Brad, I told you the books took back a lot of money yesterday. One of them was that one because I hammered that bet because I thought for sure the Brewers were going to be able to get to him and they didn't. So uh, now some of that has to do with a strike zone that made absolutely no sense. (laughs) Um, But. I, like I said, I digress, uh, but I will go with the over on Kyle Freeland because, again, this is this is one of those bets, folks, over his next handful of starts until he shows something. Keep taking the over on his earned runs because Freeland is up in his own head right now and he's got to get right. Yeah, no doubt about it. Fade Freeland. Make some cold, hard cash. Stick around for my top picks in tonight's NBA postseason showdowns plus bonus time uh, in the aforementioned NBA and Major League Baseball because I doubt Lundy has anything left for the single sucky NHL game. Number two. All right, let's go back uh, to the NBA and uh, let's talk about oh, 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 the Frenchman, Rodé Colbert. Uh, and unfortunately, if you're going to bet the over on him, it's going to go down like a heaping plate of escargot, which is absolutely disgusting. Uh, those are snails, people. Snails. Don't eat them. Uh, I am going to take the under on 28 and a half points plus rebounds, uh, Lundy, on him. That is a minus 110. At BetMGM, if you look at what Gobert has done in this series, I feel that he is underwhelmed somewhat. So in through four games in this combined category, 22-25-22, and then the last game out, he went for 32. And I think this is why you're seeing this category inflate. And as a result, uh, there's some great value baked in on the under. You go back into the regular season even, and Gobert only did this a couple of times. Uh, against his foe and the Dallas Mavericks, who are number eight in adjusted defensive efficiency here in this postseason, giving up 1.157 points per possession. Uh, They have been blasted on the boards. I mean, they're giving up 45.3 rebounds per game. That's the fourth most in this postseason. But remember, uh, they only just got Luka Doncic back now. And he is a major factor on the glass. So knowing that Gobert, you know, given the history here uh, in this series, knowing he's only averaging five field goal attempts per game, yeah, he's making 5.3 free throws per game. And that's where it could keep this thing close. And, of course, he's got, you know, the 17 rebounds uh, games to his name. But, I, I you know, I, I, he could go out there and get 15 boards but not do enough offensively to get over the hump to get to 29 combined points and rebounds. So feel very comfortable about this one. Fade or follow, Rudy Gobert under 28.5 points plus rebounds, minus 110 at MGM. This is a good call by you, senior. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you Apparently you were not in as much of a Vegas fog as I was anticipating. <laughs> uh, we got ready for uh, – well, I'll, I'll put it this way. Let's wait to see how this week goes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's only going to devolve from here, Lundy. I can tell you that. It's slowly unraveling. Yeah, well, at least you got your voice back, and at least you're feeling better to travel. Uh, yes, you're going to follow on this one because I, I actually think you brought up a really good point. He could drop – 
uh, like you said, 15 boards. Yep. But then he may follow it up with, you know, his average, which is what, 11 points uh, per game so far in this series, I think, is what his average is. Even though he's hit uh, uh, 15 and 17 over the last two, he was awful in the first two. So um, I- I'm going to go ahead and take the under on this one. He's been very different on the road compared to at home against Dallas in this series. So let's take the under. Keep underneath that 29 mark. That's right, Gobert. Let's make us some greenbacks here. Bet on the under. Number one. All right, let's go to my top play in the NBA. And it's, uh, again, living in the land down under, man. It is a theme. And I'm going to go with Joel Embiid, who is obviously dinged uh, with that thumb. It's going to have to be surgically repaired as soon as the Philadelphia 76ers playoff run is over. And as a result, I'm going to take the under on 40 and a half points plus rebounds. And this is just minus 105. Right now at FanDuel Sportsbook, uh, that's the best line in the industry. You can get it at Caesars at 41.5 if you want to you know, get the extra point or you know, tick in the box score as a cushion. Uh, but it is juiced up to minus 125 there. So just keep that in mind. But, you know, Embiid, after the game, uh, admitted that it's painful what he is dealing with right now. And when pressed on a little bit more, he said it hurts most when rebounding and shooting free throws. And he goes, it does uh, hit as well, the, you know, the wrong nerves when he passes. So it, it, it's mitigating his game. You could tell uh, that he's out there laboring a little bit, no matter how many painkillers he's ingesting. Uh, it is certainly capping his ability to really go out there and maximize his efforts. And as a result, uh, I mean, you saw in the last game, he just had 21 points, only eight rebounds. And it's a guy that's consistently a double-doubles machine. And I think you're going to see more of the same in this contest tonight against the Toronto Raptors elimination game, potentially for Toronto. Yeah, the Raptors have allowed the fifth highest field goal percentage in the postseason at 49.2%. But again, just due to the limitations that Embiid has, uh, I don't think he's going to get there on the 40 and a half points plus rebounds. If you just want to take the under on points, it's at 28 and a half at most of the books. I've seen some of them scale back to 27 and a half. I would still be under on that as well. So Lundy, Joel Embiid, fade or follow under 40.5 points plus rebounds, minus 105 at FanDuel. Uh, I'm all over the under on this one. When when you get to the point where the vast majority of your uh, of your post game is discussing the pain that you're in, <laughs> right. uh, that's a that's a sign, folks. I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. That's a sign, uh, and it's a sign for you to take the bet. I I agree with you. I I like this one a lot. I'll also throw this out there. If it's hurting him that much on the rebounds, I mean, Brad is over under on the rebounds is twelve and a half under. And it's juiced right now to minus 125, so you can see that everybody is leaning that way. Uh, but my guess is that juice is either going to go up or that number is going to fall to 11.5 between the time we're recording right now and tip-off. Uh, but he's sitting at 12.5 on boards. That's at DraftKings right now. Um, so I throw that one out there for you as well. But, yeah, it, again, if your press conference is about your pain, uh, let's go find some player props and let's take the under. Yeah, no, much, uh, no matter how much dirt you rub on that sucker, it is certainly going to limit his ability to go out there and bang the box score. All right, Lundy, it's bonus time. Let's blast those books under the boards. What else you got for me on this Monday? Well, as you pointed out, I have no other hockey to talk about, which is really <laughs> shitty. Uh, I'm you can serious. find a player prop? To... No, no songs? No shots no. on goal? Nothing? I am not touching. Look, the, the two teams playing tonight blow, Brad. I mean, it is 
awful. This is like a Week 17 matchup between the Jags and the Panthers, okay? I'd this bet is on just it. awful. I know you would. Uh, I know you would. Uh, but from a hockey standpoint, like I said, I'm also licking my wounds in a big way after a number of upsets yesterday in the NHL. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm actually uh, – maybe the scheduling gods actually did me a favor only having one game tonight because it may actually leave some money in my account. <laughs> no, it won't. Um, <laughs> let me give you uh, let me give you two things in bonus time. First of all, um, I want to go back to the Colorado Philadelphia game, folks. This is a three leg alt line parlay for you in Major League Baseball. These are all totals that I am taking alt lines on to put together. First of all, between the Giants and the Brewers, I'm going over four and a half runs. Colorado and Philly going over six and a half. And Texas and Houston going over six and a half. Those are all alt lines. But if you put them together, Brad, it's a plus 134. Oh, yeah. I really like the overs in those games. And in a couple of cases, I like the overs by themselves. But I decided to parlay it together and buy myself a cushion. Um, Texas has actually been uh, the over for Texas in their last 15 games is 8-5-2. and two. And look, Kyle Freeland. Um, I mean, uh, he's right now, Philadelphia has an 851 OPS against left-handed bat, uh, pitchers. Okay. They're going to obliterate uh, Freeland. And then the San Francisco Milwaukee, like I said, I just brought that one down a little bit to give myself a cushion, but I do think we're going to see scoring between those two teams. So plus 134. Then uh, an early thing for you folks to watch for tonight. Do you know what has been an absolute printing press of cash so far in the NBA playoffs? The under on Trey Young points. It has yeah. hit in all four games. Folks, the over under in yesterday's game against the Heat was 27 and a half and he finished with 9. Okay? It's that has been the only saving grace for me over the course of these NBA playoffs is betting against Trey Young. So obviously his points prop is not out yet, but it probably will be later tonight. I'm telling you, whatever it is, take the under because the Heat have focused in on him. They have completely taken him out of his game. He's continuing to have turnovers. He had 5 in game 4. He had 10 in game 2. The Heat are swarming him, and he doesn't know what to do, and it's translating in the box score. So whatever his points prop is tonight, take the under. Like it. That's an excellent call. So keep your eye out on that one. Uh, Speaking of more unders, uh, that is the theme of today's show. Under, under, and more unders. Uh, I am going to take the under on Gary Trent Jr. of the uh, Toronto Raptors. 20.5 points in Philadelphia against the 76ers. I I don't know what you've seen. Uh, from Gary Trent. I mean, when he's at home, he's on fire. Home is where the heart is. Home is where the numbers are for Gary Trent. But when he's on the road, uh, 2 for 11 against Philadelphia for 9 points. And 0 for 3, the other matchup for 0 points. Uh, and he went under uh, in both regular season matchups on the road in the city of not-so-brotherly love in his mind. So I'm going to take the under again on this 20.5 points for Gary Trent Jr. tonight. Uh, elsewhere, uh, give me Donovan Mitchell under two and a half total turnovers, Lundy, at minus 105. Pull this one from DraftKings. Uh, in this series against the Mavs, he's gone three turnovers, one, two, and one against Dallas. Uh, he did go over in three or four regular season matchups against him, but he's done a really good job protecting the basketball. Uh, Dallas is only forcing 11.5 turnovers per game here in the postseason. So I think Mitchell stays under three total turnovers tonight. And then in the world of baseball, how about a little SGP, a same-game parlay, put this together at BetMGM. Will Smith 
Uh, the L.A. Dodgers, uh, he's going to get jiggy with it in the box score. Max Muncy as well. Both those guys just register a hit against Merrill Kelly and Arizona. It's plus 130 if they do. Will Smith, 6-for-11 with a home run against Kelly. Lifetime. Uh, Max Muncy, 8-for-18 also with a long ball against Kelly in his lifetime. I know Kelly's off to a masterful start. 0.59 ERA, but he's got a career 4.58 ERA against the Dodgers. And his strand rate has been off the charts so far this year. And uh, I think uh, the law of averages uh, will eventually kick in. So, again, plus 130, Will Smith, Max Muncy, both register a hit in that same gamer. There you have it. Oh, no, wait. What am I doing? I didn't give the no home run parlay play. Here we go, Lundy. All right. uh, Bryce Harper. Does not go yard. A lefty-on-lefty matchup against Kyle Freeland in Colorado. Mitch Garver, uh, as well, does not eclipse the fence against Houston. Dalton Varshill against Walker Bueller. Bueller, Bueller, Bueller of the Dodgers. He also doesn't get over the fence. And uh, because I got to reduce the juice, and this is going to be where the fly in the ointment occurs and a little bit of a dice roll here, but Rafael Devers, uh, I don't think, uh, gets a home run uh, against the Toronto Blue Jays. So all four of those hit in the no-home run parlay. Minus 120 right now at BetMGM. Now that's a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on social media, specifically on Twitter at Dane Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Huevos. If you enjoyed this podcast, please drop us a rating and or review, would you kindly? And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the Noise.